Welcome to episode 40 of Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast. And how appropriate that we get this nice round number. And Chris, all has been revealed just two weeks out from opening night. Or has it? Or has it? That's true. I mean, we could still be in a situation where they accidentally put out the repository. And was that an accident? They have kind of confirmed well, it was. I don't know. It was, or it was an accident or, or not? I think they confirmed it was an accident. It was some sort of coding error. But it seems odd. Okay. Yeah. They kind of said it'll be deleted. That doesn't mean it's not coming back up. Hmm. What does your sources say? <laughs> um. Yeah. There seem to be no reason to hide it at this point. Well, I mean, I, I had heard that it wasn't coming back this year. It was going to come back next year, all refreshed and 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 different. But I don't know. Maybe it is coming back. I mean, it's quite strange because it it was working like perfectly fine on the website and then it got taken off so yeah and then people are like it was off and then it was still up on the mobile site but okay beyond that we do have the announcements uh, that we kind of all been waiting for and i think there's a reason because this year it seems like a pretty solid lineup of original houses not just your uh, regular old you know ip houses we did get the final ip house right uh, yes, yeah. we did get the final IP house. Yeah, so that was uh, not shocking. Which uh, it was something that I think we even talked about last week. So we won't go dive too much into that one. I'll be honest that um, it was odd about this one. I, I tweeted it as a joke. It's like, well, if you've never seen any of these IPs, then uh, it's all original. Uh, so and that's kind of where <laughs> I'm at. Like I've seen obviously the Evil Dead, the original movies. I've seen uh, the Shining, and I've seen I think the first Purge, one of them, but I think the first one. Um, other than that, like I'm pretty like neutral on everything. Like nothing has been none of those IPs are something that like I grew up watching or something that I've seen recently. Um, and the Blumhouse movies, cool. Like I got no problem with them. But we do have the fact that we have the Purge kind of double dosing today. Yeah, that was kind of strange because Blumhouse has got quite a large catalog, and to choose just those three movies is 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 uh, an interesting yeah. choice. Yeah. Now, if we go to the originals. I think that's what's important here. Let's go through the originals, talk about what you think. Because I think these have topped my list. Um, I think two of these have actually topped my list of the houses I'm most looking forward to seeing. Uh, in my like top three, two of them are originals. So let's uh, let's go through them. What do we got? Well, we got the uh, Scarecrow, the Reaping. Yeah, this is one. Now, offline, you and I talk a lot about this stuff. Scarecrows have been rumored this year for a long time. And a lot of that, I think, is due to the fact that there's like, you know, Stuff growing backstage, <laughs> you know. Like, well, we, yeah, go ahead. I'd say we broke the rumor about scarecrows back in oh, I don't know March, April. Yeah, long time we ago. we were we were being told little little things that people had heard that supposedly there was going to be a scarecrow icon, but of course that didn't play out, and in no. fact it, it is going to be a house. So yeah, I mean, there's really no. I mean, I know there's still people complaining, like, but what about our icon, guys? It, there's no icon. Like, just deal with it. Deal with <laughs> yeah, it. Okay. Just give up. Okay. <laughs> like, I understand. I'm right there with you, but it's over. Like, move on. Um, there is there is like a semi icon. I think in the maybe it's in the festival of the deadliest uh, scare zone. Like people will be bringing it to. I think forget what the icon's name is. It may just be dead or death or something like that. Um, but you know, that's lady death. Lady death. You know, it was a, it was a man. I forget or it wasn't man. It wasn't. It just was an ambiguous name. I'll have to look it up. But there was somewhere in there that seems like oh, this could have been a. Uh, this could have been the icon, but really, no. I mean, it's it's done. Also, an interesting fact: um, Jimmy Fallon, which I think we all kind of expected, not open this year for Horror Nights. Not on the list of open attractions. So, if you're going to Horror Nights this year, expecting to ride the latest attraction at um, Universal, you will not be able to. 
Yeah, I mean, that's typical. Yeah. I mean, Diagon, Simpsons, you know, they were all shut when it first opened. So. Right. So just, and also, I mean, you got to be routed back that way for a lot of yeah, these logis- places. Logistically, this year, you know, they're really pushed for space. So, I mean, that's going to be a hell of a place to try and get right. on a ride. Right. So, okay. Original houses. Scarecrow. The Reaping. Now, this doesn't do a ton for me. Like, I, I look at this and go, okay, I think this could be fun. I like Scarecrows. I think that it, I like that it brings in kind of a fall festive feeling, definitely a Halloween feeling. But like I'm like, okay, cool. I like scarecrows, and you know the details and the trailer was fun. They put out a trailer for each one of these. Uh, but you know the quick little sum- synopsis of it is: at a long abandoned Depression era farm, vengeance takes root, and the only harvest that will be reaped is you. So maybe this is the uh, this is like last year's house. This is like like last year's uh, the one that was my favorite, but I'm blanking because it's been a long day. Ghost Town uh, or Gold, yeah, Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Uh, that kind of has that vibe, kind of a country vibe, something that's a little bit more on the, um, I don't know, a little bit more aesthetically different. I like it. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be in one of the sprung tents. Um, you've got a facade that's being literally grown at the moment with right. real corn. Um, you know, it's been going on backstage for quite a few months time, now. Yeah. You know, they've done that before, although unfortunately the first time they done it, a hurricane came through and destroyed all of it. Um, so, you know, it'd be interesting to see them going back over old ground, really, but bringing it back like Ghost Town in a new and fresh way. Yeah, I'm totally fine with this one. It's again, it's not like I put this on the, yeah, I'm going to go to it. And of course, and hey, I wanted to say that. We don't think we said this last time. Um, I'll be down there opening night for the media event. So thanks to everyone at Universal for in- including us in that. I'll be down there. Uh, and so with my buddy Bart Scott from BLT, uh, enjoying it. So we'll give you a lot of uh, – I know last year we kept it kind of spoiler-free heading in. But I think this year maybe we'll give you a quick review, You know, Bart and I, uh, while we're there. We're going to have some audio gear. So we'll record some stuff and put it up. So keep your eyes out. Wear your shirts. Wear your Scare Zone shirts to opening night. And if I see you, I said on BLT, I'll buy you a drink. But more likely or not, I won't be able to stop and buy you a drink. So I'll just say – I'll just give you – I'll high-five you. I'll two-sweet you. If I see you after the event, sure, or before, I'll do something. But wear a shirt. Show your love. Support everyone here. It's awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. So Scare Zone. No, Scare Zone. Scarecrow. Scarecrow in the Scare Zone. Um, <laughs> cool. I, I'm, you said it's a sprung tent. Like, where, where is this place? Do you know? Like, if, if for people. Well, there's an interesting thing this year. If you look at the event map that they've done, for the first time ever, Kids Zone is completely off the grid, apart from E.T. Okay. So, so design-wise, that's quite interesting that you've got animals. Usually you go right back there, yeah. Yeah, you do. So at the moment, they're only showing that the entrance that they've got back there is Ash versus the Evil Dead. So I can assume that's either in the parade building or one of the sprung tents. Um, so it kind of suggests they maybe, you know, they might start construction pretty soon. Yeah. You know, so in the next 60 days. Well, this is it, you know, so it, it may give us a flavor of what next year will be like if they do start to do that. I mean, I have heard things that everything to the left is going to have demo crews but who knows i mean i would assume they would keep everything going till christmas but yeah i don't know all right so scare zone the reaping we can check that one off the list we don't know exactly where it is or how it'll be done but we'll get there somehow <laughs> yeah right. i mean i could yeah come cool. no, no. i could bring up the fan uh map that hasn't hasn't um that's kind of leaked around yeah someone created yeah because the universal map doesn't actually tell you where it is it just tells you where the queue entrances are so yeah all right. I feel like then uh, then we'll move on. 
I think that that's one. This one's mine. I mean, I think of the of the originals, it's my it's the one I'm the least excited about. But it's I'm not. I, I'm more excited about it though than a lot of the IPs. Sorry, what's next? All right, next is the Hive. Yes. Now this one, this is the one. This is my probably my number two now of the year. The Hive takes place in the '80s. Not your glittering fancy pants vampires. This uh, definitely evokes um, just the the best of the best from '80s horror. I love that it's based in the '80s. Man, I'm just I'm pumped about this one. This this one this one could be could be the house. This could be the sleeper house of the year. I'm I'm so excited. Oh yeah, I mean Universal has got a really good track record of making really good vampire houses. So I mean, if it's anything like any of the ones that have been in the past, then this is going to be a real good one. Yeah, this has got like visually kind of a Salem's Lot vibe, and just uh, I'm that's what I'm hoping for. Like when I'm reading it, that's what I read, and I'm hoping it pays off. Um, well, I'll read it to you real quick. What it says this part, this little short synopsis doesn't mention the whole '80s side of it, but I will bring it up. I'll tell you, it's in the longer version. But it says the crumbling house on 19, Hem- 19 Hemingway Lane harbors a nest of bloodthirsty vampires. If you awaken them, you will face a savage, bestial hunger, bestial hunger, whatever it is—a word I don't know—hunger. Uh, and um, what I like about this too is it also takes place again. Isn't this one that takes place in sort of the same town? That a lot of these horror nights houses take place in original ones, so I think that's uh, that's something fun to kind of keep the lore alive. So I like this one a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Charles Gray, one of the um, producers of the event. I mean, he announced on the blog that he's taken all the best inspiration from little-known 1980s horror films. So you know Salem's Lot, Lost Boys, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know all these things are going to be referenced in this house because. You know, if, if they can't get an IP, they can at least, you know, throw a bit of inspiration in and create something, um, you know, yeah. something like this. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, so good job, Charles. If you want to hear Charles on the show, um, we did it closing night last year. That was episode 20. So we've doubled episodes since then. I mean, go back to episode 20 in here. Uh, we did a live show from uh, Horror Nights, and that was uh, with Charles. But yeah, this one, this one takes the cake for me. I'm, 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 this has got to be number one or number two for me. But all right. Really? Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I just – one, I know Charles' work. Um, the stuff I've seen him do is just awesome and I uh, I like the guy a lot. And when yeah, I look yeah, he's at, a good guy. And when I look at how he did with a lot of the houses last year, um, especially the original houses like Ghost Town, it just – it makes me smile knowing that. I, I, I'm just hoping this one – any idea where this one's located? Yeah, I believe this one's in the parade building. Okay. So there you go. All right. Well, that's not Shout out not to bad. Charles because we know he listens. So, hey, Charles. Yeah. Hello, Charles. Hopefully we'll see you there in a couple weeks. All right. What do we got? What do we got? What have we got? Right. Uh, Dead Waters. Yes. This is my number one. I'll be Num- honest. Really? This wow. is my number one. And um, so I'll, I'll briefly read the synopsis again. It's enter a swamp that oozes evil, the hellish realm of the voodoo queen. Rock and roll. I'm excited about that. If you fail to escape, you're in for a gut-wrenching sacrifice. So here, here's my thing, Chris. I'm a huge fan of uh, of New Orleans and this style of you know mixing sort of the old flavors of New Orleans and the bayou and voodoo. Like that's something that I really enjoy when it comes to fantasy. So I was hoping we'd get something like this as an icon. So we have the Voodoo Queen. Uh, now, is this the first time we've seen the Voodoo Queen? No. W- right. Well, she was in the streets last year. Right. And we've seen this Voodoo Queen kind of appear from time to time. So, again, 
this one feels like fan service in the best way. Like I am, I am pumped sorry, about sorry. this one. Yeah, it wasn't last H-H- year. No, it's HHN twenty four. Sorry, it's been a couple years. I was there. Uh, it was the one before twenty five. Yeah, I remember Voodoo Queen, and Voodoo Queen got a lot of fan base. There's a lot of people who kind of requested this on uh, social media. I saw a lot of people saying that should be our next icon. Um, we obviously didn't get it as an icon, but we got it as a house, and I think that's pretty darn good. Oh yeah, definitely. And then you know, going back to Charles again, he has said on the blog that this is a sequel to that HHN twenty four scare zone. Yeah. So you know, it's going to take all the best stuff from that uh, scare zone, which was very popular. I mean, I know it got scaled back a little bit, but you know, yeah. Putting everything in a house and saying, "Look, this is a house now. This is what we're going to get," and then putting it. I think is this one in a um, a soundstage? I think off the top of my me. head. You tell me, sir. Uh, yes, I, it is. Yeah, right. it's in a soundstage. So and imagine big sets and yeah. Good effects and all that good stuff. And it seems to be the ones they're using a lot in the imagery and press for originals. So we're seeing that like in the USA Today article. I feel like they were using a lot from this house. Uh, I am just pumped. I love this one. This Deadwater and The Hive are my two most anticipated houses of the year by far. I'm not just one of those guys. I mean, last year I don't feel that that I thought that going into the originals were the ones I was going to love the most. But these two, I'm – I'm super excited about. But yeah, to have that New Orleans flair at, I mean, we get it during Mardi Gras at Universal, but to have it during Horror Nights just adds a little extra something special. Um, and I dig it. I, I think it's interesting because normally it's the flip side. Everyone's sort of, you know, uh, yearning for the IP houses. Oh, this is going to come and this is, yeah. that's going to come. But this year, everyone's focus seems to be on those originals. You know, they've come out last in terms of the announcements. You know, we've heard bits and pieces, and we've had a bit of a leakage on names and things, but didn't really know what was no. going on. So maybe that's you know, why. Yeah. Well, this is it. Perhaps you know, it's it's that complete unknown that you're walking into, and you're going into something that Universal was completely crafted from scratch. Yeah, and here's where I stand with that too. And I think you're right. The fact that they didn't really leak too much, and we didn't know a whole lot about them, uh, does give you that mystique in it that I was excited about because I knew that we were going to get the multi-house that they just announced. I knew we were going to get all these ones just because people have been talking. People talk. Um, the main problem I have with this year for the IPs, which is I think why I'm so excited about these originals, is they're other than The Shining, they don't really play off any form of nostalgia that I have. They're all very modern IPs. Last year we had Halloween 2. We had um, obviously had uh, Texas Chainsaw. We had The Exorcist. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you had three out of the houses that were you know, 20, 30, 30 plus year, 40 year old you know, yeah. intellectual properties. And ones that a lot of us grew up watching or grew up knowing them. Uh, and that's my, maybe that's why I like The Hive so much. That's my kind of love and horror. I don't really watch a lot of modern horror. I didn't see. Most of the houses that are represented here, and I thought about it. You know, I thought about pulling the trick where it's like, all right, I'm going to sit down and watch everything. I kind of like the opposite, which is I'm going to go in this year, uh, only really knowing Evil Dead, and you could say Evil Dead at least is like an '80s franchise, even though it's the new show, and really only knowing The Shining. And those are the only two things I have really a frame of reference. And The Purge, I just know from Horror Nights, and I believe I saw the first one with Christian Slater. Um, so I guess more than half the houses I have no expectations for. So I look forward to seeing that in some ways, being like, you know what? I don't, I want to see, I want to go into this year, not having to know about all these franchises and see how well I enjoy it. And I think I'm going to love it because I think it'll all be surprises. I won't be guessing what's going to come except for on maybe the shining. Yeah. I mean, that's, 
top of my list of how they're going to do that house but also things like saw you know i mean that's been at the event before yeah um they've said it's going to obviously be different to how it was presented last time in as much as you're going to be in the traps essentially so i'm kind of you know curious how they're going to pull some of these off yeah that sounds fun too i mean i I, again now that you're saying saw is kind of now a you know i don't want to say it's a nostalgic franchise but it's been around (laughs) a while you know it's been (laughs) I mean, gosh, that, that first Saw movie came out a long time ago now. Let me see what, what years. 2004 was the first Saw. So we're talking about a 13-year-old wow. franchise now. So, you know, that for a lot of kids, that's their um, that's their Freddy and Jason is Jigsaw. So, you know, mm. good for them. Uh, I know that Bart Scott, who's going with me, is a giant fan of those movies. He's seen every single one of them, which is shocking. Um, really? Yeah, he loves – Saw, so I look forward to hearing his point of view too as someone that's a hardcore fan of that franchise uh, who's never been to Horror Nights too, walking through and enjoying it. So, um, all right, so we got Scarecrow, we got The Hive, we got Deadwaters, and now we have the one that maybe I'm I'm just kind of confused by. <laughs> yeah, I, this is the one I know least about, but it's called The Fallen. Yeah, and I will read to you the generic thing it says on the website. Uh, this is what it says for... The Fallen, the final of the original IP, original houses, non-IP houses. Uh, you're about to be caught in the crossfire of the eternal war of light versus dark, and no one will be saved. <laughs> well, thank you. I know that a lot of the uh, publicity has been like, which side will you choose? Well, if no one's going to be saved, does it really matter? Uh, the Fallen. Now, again, oh, we didn't say either before. Do we know where? Uh, do we know where that other house is going to be? The one we just talked about. What are we talking about here? The Hive? No, I guess not. We never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Deadwater yeah, Dead is in a soundstage. Yeah. It's soundstage. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, we talked about that. The Fallen. Where are we with The Fallen? What do you think about The Fallen? Uh, right next door in the same soundstage by the looks of it. Okay. And uh, what do you think about The Fallen? Well, I I don't know what to think. I don't know what's happening. I mean, uh, I've, I've been told that they've recruited scare actors that are going to have harnesses that are going to fly across um, from set to set above your head. All right. That's cool. Um, and they, they've actually said, uh, Universal put that out there as well, that they're going to have flying scare actors in this house. So um, I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds, I mean, if people were expecting um, a mixed match of old uh, houses like Gothic, for example. So, I mean, if these are like gargoyles in some kind of cathedral, you know, I don't know. Kind of fits, but sounds cool. Yeah. I'm not like opposed to it. I just don't, mm. I don't really know. Yeah. Is it is it essentially like a... Spooky gargoyle house. We'll see. Uh, I again, these four houses and um, are, I think, very good. I think these are four themes. Whether it's the scarecrow theme, whether it's the '80s theme, New Orleans, and then the ambiguous fallen. Um, other than fallen, which I said is just a little too obscure for me to really give my pre thoughts on. Um, I'm very pleased with these announcements of these original houses, and I kind of like the way they did it this year too. Um, you know, doing the USA Today article and doing something a little bit different than just here it is. So I like they made uh, an effort to make the special, make them special, make the original houses feel special. Because I feel like last year they were like, and here they are. It wasn't a, it wasn't anything to do. This year the article with Mike with Charles really showing how much love and passion they put into these original ones. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, this is where you know they they got full license to do whatever the heck they want as long as it meets the building code, pretty much. You know. And, you know, if you like follow some of these people that design these these things on um, social media, you'll see 
through the year when people aren't really focused on HHN of what they get up to, where they go. And I remember, was it last year or year before, some of them going out to New Orleans. So you know they've been to these places. They've studied them. They've photographed them. They've surveyed them. So they're bringing all of that actual knowledge with them back to the design to make something that's really as authentic as they possibly can do. And I think in these original houses, this is where they will shine. And last but not least, something we probably should talk about, maybe it's not last, maybe you got more to talk about, is um, – no 3D house. No 3D house. I know. A lot of people were quite surprised about that. Yeah, and I have to say, I have never been the hater of the 3D houses. I think sometimes they've done a great job. Sometimes they've been a little goofy. Sometimes they just make you sick. But Your, your favorite house last year was Chance's house, and that was 3D. Yeah, I really loved that house. I think it got a lot of hate. Uh, my favorite house was Ghost Town, but my number two was prob- probably Chance. Uh, because I like the gimmick. I'll be honest. Like I'm, I'm a fan of mixing it up also like... When you're in the middle of the event, like to have something different, even if it's not executed exactly how you want it, I think that's why I loved the repository so much. And it got a lot of hate too, is it was so different and so unique that I couldn't help but love it. And I feel that's the same with 3D houses. Yes, they may not be different or they may not be unique, but they feel different. So to not have a gimmick house this year and to not really have, I wonder if, do you think Ash versus Evil Dead is our comedy house? Because we don't well, even really have that say. this year. Yeah, see, because on the TV show, it is a 50-50 split of comedy and horror. So, I mean, I would assume the house would be the same. Yeah, but it's kind of harder to – with that kind of topic, it's kind of hard to – I wonder in in a three-minute walkthrough, whatever it is, to come out of there with a lot of, ha, 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 that's funny. Um, Because you could say Chance and Ghost Town really were that last year. And this is what we we talked about that I'm a little worried about with the end of Bill and Ted is this sort of uh, move towards – you know, horror, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, Halloween Horror Nights, but to almost just um, everything being, you know, scary, everything being gruesome and gory and uh, not having any fun with it. And that's what I'm afraid of. I hope yeah. it's not going to happen, but that's what I even look at Hollywood. I feel like Hollywood kind of aims more that way, where they don't really care about uh, checking all the boxes, as Mike said, as Charles has said before, making sure that you have something for everyone. This year is fine. We have something for everyone. But looking at the houses, I don't look at that. If I was a casual fan, I wouldn't look at that list and be like, oh, yeah, that house is going to be the one that's more fun to walk through from an entertainment point of view and less from a scare point of view. Well, the thing is, is the event started off as a Halloween party and it was about music. It was about right. um, sideshows and comedy and laughing and, and, and horror, you know, and having a good horror. time. So, you know, they need to obviously remember that and, and, and remember that also that people – you know, don't just come for the scares. They also come for the laughs, to hang out with their friends and, and all the other stuff that goes with it. So I, I don't think they'll forget that, but I am slightly worried with Bill and Ted going away that we kind of do lose something that's quite, you know, ingrained with the with the event. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We talked about that you know, ad nauseum a couple of episodes ago, but yeah. I'll be there. I'm going down. I'll be down opening night. Again, we were trying to plan a meetup. We were looking at it, but I just don't think my schedule will allow it because we got to get to the meeting event kind of early. And I don't know what time that ends. So if I have time, follow me on Twitter at SZ Podcast. You can follow me personally at Logan Seculo. I'll be uh, I'll be tweeting and posting during the night. If I have time, maybe we'll do a, a last call at Finnegan's or something like that. But as far as I know right now, I'll probably be just in that you know tour that they take you through as part of the press. And if you see me, stop me, say hello, please. Um, because we're, we couldn't do this without you guys. You know, you guys have kept this show afloat. 
Uh, you know, obviously there's no sponsors or advertisers. It's all just t-shirts. And uh, speaking of which, t-shirts, probably now is probably your last chance. I would say this, today, when you're hearing this, if you're hearing this in the next three or four days, probably the last chance to get it before opening day. Plenty of time to get it, though. They ship now within a week, typically. Uh, so you should be able to get your shirts. But they're available on our website at scarezone.com. Lots of new designs and the old classics. I'll probably be wearing one of my classic Just Scare Zone shirts for opening night. So you can find me. Um, come say hey. But is there anything else we missed? I don't think... A whole lot. Do we know if the um, if the Blum House or Bloom House, whatever it is, uh, do we know if that will be like intersecting with the Purge Scare Zone at all? They haven't said. Okay. Um, like even where it is, like the... where I wonder where it is based on where the Purge is, because I feel like this is gonna be a situation like Chance, where you have the Chance Scare Zone and then the Chance House, and they're a mile away from each other. Yeah, it, they are, unfortunately. Bloomhouse is in Chance's location next to Men in Black, and yeah, then the scare I, zone is in the New York Street. I don't get that at all. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's funny. It's almost exactly, well, I guess they were in the opening area. I don't get that at all. Like, tie in the themes together or just don't. Like, I'm I'm slightly disappointed. I have to say that you, you're right. They do have a pretty good catalog of films and that it was an, essentially replicated twice. You know, and, 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 and The Purge has been a part of Horror Nights for, I mean, how many times now? Is this the third, fourth? Well, if you include Hollywood, it's been there and back many, many times. Yeah, years. I mean, you know, we're in this business. You know what it's like with licensing and getting approvals. Oh, yeah. Sometimes things just fall off the table just because the right person ain't around to sign it. So, you know, The Purge always seems to be the go-to property, literally, um, when, you know, things may be running out of time. <laughs> what about uh, – so do we know about that or is there was there like a scream house this year? That you know got switched at the last minute. We'll know a couple Maybe. weeks. We'll know yeah, in a couple yeah. weeks. All right. We'll know when we walk through and be like, "Oh, <laughs> this was supposed to be Ghostbusters." <laughs> oh no! no. <laughs> Instead, it was Shining. Um, you know, it's, we had a hotel and we didn't know what to do with it. All right. Well, I feel like Chris, we've we've done a service. I know we have some great guests coming up too. I wanted to tell you guys that. So I know this show is kind of short, but. Um, They've kind of told us we're not only going to have great guests on opening night that we're going to be able to get some interviews with, but also guys are going to come and sit down and talk about this year's event. That should be coming up in the next couple of weeks. So keep a listen to Scare Zone and uh, keep following us. And I think we're going to have a lot of great stuff at the end because stuff like Bill and Ted ending, we're going to be available. Some guests are going to be available that maybe weren't as available to us before. And speaking of oh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, most of the guests that we've got coming up are probably too busy to come on the show, if you know what I'm saying. Right, exactly. So enjoy that. You'll see what happens. Well, some good stuff coming up here. So just just stay tuned. Trust us. You can trust us. Uh, speaking of which, um, there's also still availability on the pod cruise. I haven't talked about that in a few months. We're about six months out now from the pod cruise. There is interest from um, some people involved in the Horror Nights of coming on the cruise, but I kind of need to like gauge demand. There is interest of, let's say we'll do a Bill and Ted send-off party. That may be something that we've talked about with certain members of the cast of uh, and crew of there. We haven't talked, confirmed it yet because I honestly want to make sure we have enough demand to uh, cost something. It's not like we can do this stuff for free. If that's something that sounds like would, would get you to buy your ticket onto the cruise, to book your vacation with us and come party on the pod cruise and me and the team from BLT and from WW Today and from the podcast, uh, let me know via Twitter or just send me a message. We are trying to um, decide whether that's worthwhile. I know they want to do it. It's just whether we feel like this is uh, something that we can't afford, if I'm being completely honest. But we are just a couple weeks out from Halloween Horror Nights. Not even coming exactly. We are exactly two weeks out from we're talking about this. When I In two weeks from right now, I will be in Orlando just waiting the hours away. <laughs> 
I know. It's crazy. It's, you know, it's, it must be, I can't even begin to think what uh, all the people behind the scenes are feeling right now, you know? Absolutely. You got to assume that it's, uh, it's much. Do you think in the Chris, maybe we can put an estimation on this, that I know you said that, oh, has it all been revealed? Do you think there's anything else that's just hiding from us? Is there legendary truth we don't know about? I Well, I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised, put it that way. All right. So keep an eye out on all our social media. You can follow us on ScareZone at SZ Podcast. And also, Chris, HHN Unofficial is kind of a it, – it's, it's on fire right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Scott is doing so much live uh, Facebooks at the moment, just doing walk-arounds, looking at the construction and the ScareZone props and things. So check that out. That's at facebook.com forward slash HHN Unofficial. Uh, the website's been going mad. Book sales have been through the roof. So I'm really, really grateful. And thank you very much for those that you know bought them and reached out. So. Yeah, you can find links to that book on scarezone.com or just through Amazon. And uh, you can get it. You can definitely get that in time for Horror Nights. They, you can get that like a oh, day yeah. and a half. So don't worry. You, you, can, you, you can get it. <laughs> you got Amazon Prime. You can get it tomorrow. You know? Right. Absolutely. Cool. Okay, Chris. Well, I think that's going to do it for today's show. Anything else that you uh, want to address before we say goodbye to the fine people? No, no, I think we've covered everything. All right. Happy Horror Nights, everyone. We're almost there, and we'll see you there in a couple weeks. And, of course, as always, keep your eyes closed, your ears open, and we'll see you at Finnegan's.